Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get in the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. <laughs> this won't do much for the audio audience here on Purple Daily, but for the YouTube audience that saw that highlight clip, what amazing camera work by Judd Zolgad. Just amazing. Backpedaling as quick as I could. I looked like a cornerback. You did. Because, you know, it's one... But you, but you, knew, but you knew to stay focused on K.J. Osborne. I, it you was saw a that ball a, coming down. It was a wing and a prayer, though, Phil. It was a wing and a prayer. I, I was like, okay, I'm going to try and stay focused, but I'm not going to die. And then they came right at me, and I thought, yeah, this is not good for... A 51-year-old Judd Zolgad does not need to have his knees taken out by a by a athletic football player who probably would have uh, killed me. Well, uh, we appreciate your camera work, and it's you can find some of Judd's footage from Vikings training camp on the Scornorth Instagram account, Scornorth TikTok account, which we've got fired up as of like a week ago, basically. Um, so give give Judd some love when you see some great footage from from camp. This is Purple Daily. Mackie, Judd, our executive producer, Declan, presented by TCL. Enjoy more of what you love with TCL. And we're going to get into, all right, on Mackie and Judd, we're going to have to spill this over because Declan and I started getting a little bit of the Vikings panicky feeling that sets in based on a few things. So we, need, we might need Judd, of all people, to talk us off the ledge. Uh, we'll also get to some comments from YouTube that we didn't get to late last week because we had some uh, breaking news to attend to. But real quick, we have a fun announcement here, and it's kind of it's kind of a milestone announcement for us on Purple Daily and that um, it's, we, we've had advertisers on board, and we thank them for that. They keep us employed, and they keep the Daily Vikings entertainment coming in your direction. Surly Brewing has agreed to be the annual presenting sponsor of Purple Daily. That's right. Judd Zolgad is going to be able to drink Let Surly me. Furious on camera yes. and and have it mean something financially for Purple Daily. And if you guys are curious, <laughs> so how did Judd celebrate this last night? Like, what did Judd do? Did he go have? A, did he go out to eat and have a big steak to celebrate and one Surly? Let's just say that Judd Zolgad skipped dinner entirely and made his dinner a six pack of Surly Furious. He stone cold Steve Austin. It's all good. I got here. He comes. I can't tell you. This is probably so. (laughs) Hell yeah! I've been at, at this place now, Phil, for what ten years now. 
for me, 11 for you? Almost 11, yeah. Okay, well, yeah. 10 years for me. I'm going to tell you right now, this is a highlight day because the partnership with Surly and this show in particular, but also Judd Zolgad, makes so much sense because nothing goes down as smooth, at least for me, as a Surly Furious. And when I'm talking football and drinking, let's say two or three, responsibly, drink Four. responsibly, Surly Furious is, nobody's happier. Yeah. So we've had Judd's had a perma grin on his face, but this started coming in the fruition like six weeks ago. And so we're super excited to to have Surly on board and we'll have some fun stuff planned and whatnot. Um, so more to come on that front. But if you could and also if you support us, if you love what we're doing, please support the advertisers um, that jump on this show with us because it's the, the best way to keep this thing going forward. So, all right, on Mackie and Judd, our other daily podcast earlier today. We do a segment called Statements, and Declan and I basically just had a full-fledged panic attack when it comes to the Minnesota Vikings. You did. And I think it's because like, we're, we're always operating on such a, like, a narrow ledge with the Vikings in our lives, right? Like what, one, We've seen so many things go wrong that as soon as one thing goes wrong, it's like, oh, God, here we go. Of course, right? And I think like it, it started, I brought up the fact that we are now a month away from the regular season. And your starting right guard competition is Dakota Dozier, historically bad last year. Drew Samia, also historically bad. And Oli Udo, who played FCS college football at tackle, has never played a snap in the NFL. And it's like those are the three guys competing for a starting offensive line spot right now. Why? Why is it this way? We've got now, as of like five minutes ago, um, Kirk Cousins, Kellen Mond and then Nate Stanley are all on the COVID reserve list right now, which is sort of foreshadowing for what could happen, you know, 12 hours before uh, a kickoff on a Sunday. Like these dudes could all like your quarterback room could just get blown up by COVID. So I don't know. I guess Judd Zolgad of all people seems like the guy least likely to talk us off a panic ledge here. But like what it just feels like things are sliding off the rails a little bit here early in camp. And we need you to provide us some reassurance. And to be clear, so Phil, you you came on statements with concerns and, and frustration. I feel like Dex is damn near meltdown mode. Like it's trained. Like you were, you shocked me with your angst, with your anger, with your concern. I mean, you just declared that you think the defense is what now? Fifteenth at best. It's league average. <laughs> like, at best. I don't best even know. Scenario. I don't even I mean, know where best. you're going with that. <laughs> it's not going to be that great. It's, people are just assuming it's going to be like back no, to the Zimmer era, and it's not. It's that's a, such that's such a far fetched assumption to go from twenty eighth to top ten again just by bandaging old Patrick Peterson. <laughs> oh, here's Michael Pierce who hasn't played football in a year and a half. Dalvin Tom, is he a nose tackle? Is he defensive end? Is he a defensive tackle? Where's he going to play? No, no, no. There's too many questions. I'm starting to freak out, man. Wow. I, I feel like there's a little bit of like you're definitely applying some logic. You're saying like, well, Pat Peterson hasn't been great in a while. Like, so there's some logic driving this. Mm-hmm. I also feel like there's decades of emotional Viking scarring that might be the engine for this panic for you. That's what it feels like to me. Could I, be. I feel like the Kirk thing has set you off. Oh, the Kirk thing just completely like I, like not now it's everything sucks. I. I won't get too much details on this. I went out on Saturday with someone, and I basically got into the, her car, and for because it was the second, the moment the news came down, like literally the tweet came out, Kirk Cousins and Vikings players are going to be out with COVID. I read that text, 
I got another tweet. I read that text saying, hey, I'm here. Get outside. And for the next 10 minutes, I just had to be about Kirk Cousins and all the stupid things that he just did. You vented, you vented to your date about Kirk Cousins? Yes. <laughs> and she still likes you? And she still, I think, likes me. I well, think. She must be a very I, nice I human assume. being. I don't assume anything now these no, days. No, you so. shouldn't. But still. Um, yeah. I, Listen, I, honey, you yeah. don't understand. This yeah. could happen yeah. before a Packers game. Yeah. Like these guys could just get derailed, and you might be you might be the Broncos starting a wide receiver in Wildcat for three hours. I, I, right? I felt bad, but I had to get it off my chest, and I'm still clearly not over it. No, since, I, since I've been tweeting about it, I talked to you about it yesterday on Ventline or Purple Daily After Dark. We're talking about it it's right now. Expanded on Purple Daily. Too, it's like now you're going after the defense. The special teams is yes. going to suck again too. Yes. I know it is. It's it's like a, I love I'm how spreading. we. I love it's hilarious. We've gone from like. And you also mentioned on Mackie and Judd, Aaron Rodgers is back for the Packers, and so now the path is tougher. But like, should so the question for Judd is, should we be feeling this underlying like cryptic feeling of Vikings panic and right. death? So that basically, always we- seems to seep in. It's the feeling I get when a Vikings kicker is lining up over a key yeah. kick. It's like, oh my god, oh no, here we go. So basically, your question is: is is the snowball started to go downhill, and now it's gaining? momentum and size and by the, the end it crushes your hopes and dreams so all right the cousins thing is 1000 percent a concern if he does not get vaxxed he is subject to have to sit games and if he does they're pretty much toast like i don't see i don't see a scenario where oh he misses uh three or four games uh, you know if you go two and two you're lucky so at that point in time trying to win the division becomes that much more difficult so is there cause for concern Absolutely. Absolutely. You should be concerned. Uh, Phil, your your point about the right guard, cause for concern. The left tackle, cause for concern. That being said, a lot of teams have similar concerns. Do I think that the Vikings made steps in the offseason to improve themselves? Yes. Do I think that the Vikings have skill position players on offense who are really good, including Justin Jefferson, who I told you guys in statements, I think by the end of this season can be a top five wide receiver in the entire league. So, yes, they have skill position players who can be, if they take the right approach offensively, and that's an if, that can be definitely dynamic and cause opponents big problems. But I'm going to get back to what I said at the end of statements because I believe it to be true. The, The biggest thing for me is the no excuses mantra of our show now for the 2021 Vikings holds true no matter what. So if it doesn't work, I mean, let's say that you guys are proven right. I mean, let's say Dex's worst fear comes true and it's a disaster. I just want to, I just want to clarify Declan is much further. Like on a one to 10 panic scale, Declan's like, lighting himself on fire and jumping out the Vikings building. He sabotaged a potential relationship. I'm not sabotaging. Like a guy who should be getting to the point of going out on Normal dates to find a gal long term, got in her car and complained for 10 minutes about Kirk Cousins. <laughs> it was a test. Did, can okay. you handle this? Because this is what it's going to be like all the time. If, if no, this is if what this goes. I bring to the relationship. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What do you bring? Do you bring thoughts on global warming? Hell no. I bring thoughts on Kirk Cousins and the Vikings QBs. But anyway, so because of the no excuses mantra, if this team, if it doesn't work, there will be changes this time. Like, this is not going to be a continuing, well, we'll try it again in 2022. So my point is, and I think it's why why Zim was so candid with his comments on Saturday. He very much knows the direction that this has to go for him to be employed, which is which I like. 
This has nothing to do with we're building something here and just wait. This is it now for for Spielman, possibly Zimmer for sure. And Kirk Cousins. That's the thing to keep in mind. So they have to do everything they possibly can to make this work. And if it doesn't work, you're not going to have to put up with another year after this of, well, just wait till we retool again. Yeah. You know what might help Declan in this moment and me, quite frankly, a nice, comfortable pair of bamboo fabric chill boys, the most comfortable boxer briefs I personally have ever strapped on at chill boys. They're passionate about one thing, your comfort. You can get your own pair at chillboys.com. One word from each of you to describe how chill boys are making you guys feel today. Elation for me. Elation. Elation. I've got them on now. I'm good. Going out, of course, to uh, training camp practice. And I know that while it might be hot outside, I'll be nice and cool and chilling in my chill, boys. <laughs> One word. I, th- there's so many words that come to mind right now. But, uh, but th- uh, thankful. I'm thankful for chill, boys. I'm thankful <laughs> okay. because it's the one part of me that has chilled out over the last 24 see? hours. You're coming around. And I'm chilled out because of my great bamboo fabric and the performance brand. There's two brands here. We always talk about bamboo. You guys, you guys sleep over the performance brand at Chill Boys. When you're golfing, I was golfing yesterday. The performance yeah. brand is a, is, a, is a big one. Makes everything the comfortable. bamboo makes me so happy. Makes me comfortable. Chillboys.com. Minnesota-based company, chillboys.com. Uh, we also have... Because we didn't, we, we, Jose Barrios got traded last week, and like we did, we we had a couple breaking news things sort of uh, derail us from doing comments from YouTube. But if you guys are interested, I ha- I still have a bunch of comments saved up from the Purple Daily YouTube channel that we have not yet addressed over the weekend. Absolutely. All right, let's get to it here. Comments from YouTube on <laughs> the Purple Daily YouTube channel. Please click the subscribe button and the bell notification, and we'll deliver you daily Vikings entertainment. Sometimes even nighttime Vikings entertainment with Purple After Dark, which you can find from last night. Uh, Raymond Fry says, the answer to the question of why quarterbacks are so well-paid or or highly thought of as important is because we over-inflate the importance of the quarterback. Because we were talking last week about, you know, if it's such a team sport, and it's it really is fifty three guys all equally pulling on a rope. Then why would you pay one of them like twenty percent of your salary cap? Whether it's a Cousins or anybody, really, right? Russell Wilson. Sure. And and Raymond is saying, while we overinflate the importance of quarterback, I think you guys place too much importance on the position. What do you guys think? I think his point is probably right, but it's not going to change, and, and it's not us. It's teams, right? Kirk Cousins has paid what Kirk is paid because he hit the open market. He was a competent starter that people thought at the time probably was bordering on a tier one quarterback. Uh, And he got paid huge bucks because if you find that guy, your life is better. Now, the problem is Kirk, while statistically good, has not proven to be a tier one guy. He's probably tier two or, or as we saw in certain rankings last week, he's a tier three guy. So he's not worth this. But the fact is, it's not it's not us saying you should pay th- these guys. It's us reacting to what teams do. So I don't think that it's a purple daily Mackie Judd and Declan thing. I think it's a league thing, but I don't think his comments wrong. I, not I, I will say this. Like if I could tweak Raymond, I agree like partially with what you're saying and mm-hmm. that 
I think there are certain quarterbacks, and maybe the Mike Sando, you know, surveying of front office members and coaches and quarterbacks coaches, like he surveyed 50 people, and that's how he wound up with five quarterback tiers. So let's use the five quarterback tiers. And I don't have an exact list in front of me, but like if you have a tier one or a tier two quarterback, like for sure upper end of tier two, right? Like the Lamar Jackson's probably a tier two, upper end of tier two quarterback. I think you have to pay those guys. I think if you have one of those guys, you have a Russell Wilson or for sure a Pat Mahomes, you know, there's only going to be like eight of those guys in the league at any given time. You pay them and you cross your fingers on health and you cross your fingers that you can build out the rest of your roster and be successful drafting and finding free agent players that can fit, right? If you have anybody else, if it's if it's somebody that's like 10th or 15th or Tier 3, which is where the league evaluators have Kirk Cousins, I think you have to be really careful paying those guys the same amount of money as a Tier 1, Tier 2 guy. You know, cause, because that's how you get into a roster crunch problem. That's how you get into not being able to afford an actual right guard who cannot be a train wreck instead of running Dakota Dozier and Drew Samia out there for a comp- a competition in air quotes here with four weeks to go until the season starts. So, you know, the like the market will tell you because there's only 32 teams and there might only be like 20 to 23 viable starting quarterbacks and all those guys are kind of paid equally. And what I'm saying is, those guys are being paid equally because of supply and demand, and teams are, are, are just desperately paying the 20th-ranked quarterback the same amount of money as the 5th-ranked quarterback because they, they're they all starting quarterbacks, right? They're all franchise quarterbacks. And I'm saying teams are going to have to start to create a second or third tier of quarterback salary so that we aren't overinflating the importance of those guys. And you could make a case that, it, that you know Kirk Cousins, as the second or third highest-paid quarterback to the cap, but maybe being a borderline tier two quarterback, according to the league, that there's too much of a gap between how great he is and how much money he's being paid. And so from that perspective, I agree with Raymond. That, yes. That's where I think uh, the Baker Mayfield contract is really going to be so interesting to me because he they have yet yes. to talk his extension. He's entering, I believe, now year four, and I believe his fifth-year option is p- picked up, I believe, on his contract. He could have those years mixed up. But whatever he gets... Because I can see him, he might be able to get the moon. If he has another big season again, he could ask and get the moon. But if the Browns are smarter, and it looks like this front office for the first time in 20 years knows what the hell they're doing, if they give him that mid-tier quarterback contract, how does that then affect the next tier of quarterbacks who are looking for their second contract? Yeah, but yeah. I, he is going to get paid because because there's always a team or two that panics, right? Oh my God, we, we can get this guy. I mean, Kirk is Kirk is that guy. Um, and I don't know that we're ever going to get guys like Kirk in the pay grade, pay class that they should be because of teams like the Jets and Vikings that say, mm-hmm. we, if this is the guy, like if we, if, if he comes here and what if he becomes Russell Wilson here or, you know, take your pick of star QBs, that's the problem. So, so you almost would need to do what Phil is talking about. You almost would need collusion of some sort. For teams to be like, let's grab these guys because there's five great, great ones. Let's grab the rest of them and all agree that we're only going to pay them X amount, which, of course, is not legal. But like that's how you would get guys like Cousins into a correct pay class and not some team coming out of nowhere to be like, OK, we'll just write that check. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Declan mentions Baker Mayfield maybe getting the moon which is a great segue to another new partner here on Purple Daily, Moon Motorsports in Monticello. 
celebrating 50 years as a family-owned and operated multi-line dealer uh, in Monticello. Monticello used to be – I went to Buffalo High School. Monticello mm-hmm. was our rival, man. <laughs> they were our rival. But I do remember driving by Moon Motorsports <laughs> on those bus rides. Wave. For me, me, hey, me about sponsor. to go over. Hey. Me about to go 0 for 4 with 3Ks in a high school you baseball game. You just did Reeves on those bus trips. <laughs> hey, look, there's such and such a place. If you stop by there from 12 right. to 3 on Saturday, I'll be signing autographs. That's where I honed my chops, yes. Moon but at Moon Motorsports, you'll find side-by-sides, ATVs, motorcycles, snowmobiles. Uh, it's the most exciting power sports selection in the region. Hondas, Polaris, Yamaha, Can-Am, BMW, Triumph, you name it. They've probably got it. MoonMotorsports.com if you want to check out their selection. MoonMotorsports.com. All right, back to the YouTube comment section here, boys. Ethan Burns says, just found your show. Awesome. Love it. Thank, Thank you. you, Ethan. Thanks, Ethan. Appreciate you guys. Actually, that'd be just just for our own edification. If 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 you could make a comment on uh, on the comment section of this episode, when did you discover either Purple Daily or Mackie and Judd? It's funny because we've got a bunch of OGs, like the realistic Randys were like calling into our radio show seven years ago. But then there's a lot of you guys that discovered Purple Daily probably just through like YouTube or maybe you discovered it through realistic Randy on YouTube, Mm -hmm. which is sort of a full circle situation. We'd love to know when did you discover this uh, and or Mackie and Judd. Every season, the Olsons would gather on their dock. With all the weeds and muck, no one would go into the water, except for neighbor Larry, who would stand in there to cool off amongst the thick weeds. Hey, neighbors. Larry. But this season, the Olsons dropped a few aquaside pellets into their lakefront. After just one application, the water was crystal clear. And, turns out, neighbor Larry is a free spirit and a fan of skinny dipping. Hey, neighbors. Oh, my. Who nude? New. Clear your lake or pond completely. Visit Aquaside.com. State permit may be required. Uh, Nikki Tesla says Mackie justifies comparing cousins to Tom Brady because of his salary. That's really dumb and indicates he is a complete hack. Ironically, Mackie, too, is overpaid. <laughs> There's a lot of things that indicate I'm a complete hack, but I can explain this. <laughs> okay, let's hear it. All right. So the reason why, and I'm not the only one that uses Cousins' salary in comparison to guys like Brady. This is a salary cap league for starters, okay? So let's, and I get that there's certain things you can, you can restructure guys' contracts and whatnot. There's ways that you can, like Rob Brzezinski has done an amazing job figuring out how to spend money in the bargain bins of free agency this year. But let's explain it this way. If Judd and I are both, contestants on like one of those top chef shows or whatever. Like I think you and Don watch a lot of those cooking shows, right? Yeah. Don does, but you're in the room sometimes. Sometimes I pass. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I never understand them. They frustrate okay. me. But that's so another let's topic. say the, the show gives us, so we're going to compete against each other and we have to cook the best possible meal. Right. And so they give both of us a $100 budget to buy the ingredients mm-hmm. for the meal that we're going to cook. Quick fire right? challenge. Maybe. Is that what it's called? Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. I just for someone who says he doesn't understand. Go, the I know what's happening. Now you kind of know. Just stop. Okay. All right. Anyway. All right. So, so you get a hundred bucks. I get a hundred bucks. Yep. And and you and and with that hundred dollars, okay, you spend thirty of it on filet mignon, and now you have seventy dollars left over to sort of whatever. Right. I spend thirty of it on a hunk of tofu. Well, some people like tofu, but a hunk of like unseasoned, like no flavor tofu. Okay. 
but now we have the same amount of money to spend on the rest of our food roster, okay? Sure. Who's more likely to cook an award-winning meal on this episode? The guy that has the filet mignon or the guy that has the tofu, right? Like, now you could botch the rest of the ingredients. Right. Like, you could go in and, like, you could, like, get some, uh, some like, uh, spoiled uh, avocado and some, ex- some expired sauerkraut or something. And, like, like <laughs> Just you make know. the panel so deathly <laughs> ill they can never eat again. It's sort of like what the Lions did around Matt Stafford, basically, right? <laughs> Um, and then I could be brilliant. I could be like the Browns where Baker Mayfield maybe isn't that great, but like I found a bunch of amazing sort of bargain bin ingredients and things to put around. Sure. It, right. It doesn't mean that I can't make a better meal, but it's going to be a lot harder for me because I didn't get the filet mignon for the same price. Mm-hmm. Does that make any sense at all? It, yeah, I think so. I got to hold, hold on a second. I have to think about it. Yeah, I guess so. Okay. <laughs> I get it. Hopefully, hopefully the cooking show people out there understood that one. Uh, Zoics said Fran Tark. So we talked about QB wins, QB wins and losses, and how yes. you know people kind of. And I'm an analytics guy, but like people kind of crap on you can't use wins and losses. Well, if you look at like get, get beyond like 50 or 60 career starts, and you start to rank quarterbacks based on win percentage, and it's like the top of the list is Pat Mahomes, Tom Brady, Joe Montana, Roger Staubach. Like it's pretty much a list of the best quarterbacks of all time. And Zoics says Fran Tarkenton had a losing record as a quarterback until the age of 34. Mm. But mm. this is my commentary now. Fran Tarkenton played for an expansion team yes. from the start of his career. So like if you if you take away like the first three years of expansion Vikings, then he was winning 60% of his games from that point forward. So it's it's hard to say. Yeah. Well, Fran Tarkenton, yeah, but like they went three and eleven, you know, one of those years because they didn't have any players. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if if you just go off Fran Tarkenton's wins and losses, he is really really good. Because he sixty percent he of was here games. from sixty one when the Vikings came into the league as an expansion team through sixty six, and then went to the Giants, I believe, starting in sixty seven. So yes, that's accurate. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. It depends, obviously, on your team and situation. But if you're with a team that big things are expected from, you can't just say, well, look at the stats, but he won four games. I don't care. Look at the stats. So, yeah. yeah. The problem with stats is we want to take stats and get and craft them to say what we what we think they should say, as opposed to going and getting stats and saying, OK, let's put them in context first. That mm-hmm. That's the problem. Overall stats aren't in context. You need to go put them there and then see what they say. So if you're like, well, this expansion quarterback was terrible. Well, yeah, it's an expansion team. So, yeah, that's entirely right. And But it's my biggest frustration with just taking statistics. And like, yeah, I mean, alt- the eye test lies. Well, so, so do stats a lot of times. Yes. And, and, and that's why you need a healthy, a healthy dose of both. A lot of people have been trying to find ways for like, well, Tom Brady you know, he's there. You know, look at some of the stats of these other quarterbacks, Kirk included, and you can make cases that Tom Brady's like ninth in the NFL. But if you rank quarterbacks based on their influence on winning games, and that means their stats, the way they communicate, the way that they lead, yep. the way that they inspire confidence in their coaches, teammates, people around them, that stuff is hard to put on a football reference page, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Andy Maxfield says on the Purple Daily YouTube comment section, the fact that you guys didn't think Rodgers was coming back is probably the most idiotic take possible. Not surprised all of your ideas are usually wrong, except Judd. He's generally right. <laughs> I said Rodgers isn't coming back, so 
I like, think we all did. Yeah, we all Declan did. even took it as far as saying, not only is he not coming back, the Packers are going to go three and fourteen this year, and now they're going to go fourteen and three. And, you know, now, now I really I'm, thought now he was. I I am. Uh, they might train around. I yeah. am shocked. They might actually. He came back that quickly. I really he thought kinda, he kind of just caved. Yeah, right? he caved and he didn't get that much. It, it's. I thought that he held a grudge way more than that. Like he hasn't caved to his family. So why the hell is he caving to the Packers? And now Rodgers well, on a thirty-five million dollars. No, I mean that's touche. But I'm just saying, like I thought he would at least play hardball with him, didn't you? If if his family Obviously offered him did. thirty-five million dollars to rejoin for a family reunion, would he do it? No, I think he probably would. Zero chance. Well, no, I think he oh, would. Yeah. No. No. That's what I said last Tell time. I was wrong. His family reunion. Yeah. So anyway, and I love it. He's on a pitch count now too. Apparently, they're only like letting him throw like fourteen, fifteen passes a day at training camp. The Packers are. They're like pitch counting him. Oh, that's probably his idea. Yeah, I'm probably. assuming everything is now driven yeah. by him. Right? True. Yes. Uh, Gremlin78 says, Judd, agree with the bulk of your comments. Mackie, you teeter on being a clueless homer, but still not as bad of a clueless homer as Dick Bramer, who should have left when Burt Blylevin left. Oof. I'm not sure how this comment wound up being a drive-by of Dick Bramer, <laughs> uh, but your thoughts? I have no comment anymore. Coming up next on Ballet Sports North. <laughs> Why the Twins are going to win a World Series in 2025, and you should stay tuned until then. Uh, Doug Kaiser says, you guys always have a lot of complaints, but not a lot of solutions. How do we... Not going well for us today. A lot of salty people here today. Uh, How do we get a Hall of Fame quarterback? Uh, Who would you sign to be a kicker? How about some deep dives instead of just glossing over things? So um, how do you respond to, <laughs> hey, Hall of Fame quarterback, how do you get one, and who would you sign to be a kicker? Nobody, a has, dive. nobody has done more deep dives on quarterbacks than this show. I'll tell you that first of all, okay? Like nobody talks about – in fact, we get notes saying quit talking about quarterbacks. We're sick of it. <laughs> it's true. How, how do you get one? The key to it is – I mean, we, we have had this discussion numerous times. The key to, is to draft one, develop him – Get him on the cheap for essentially four or five years, and then keep him. And this, this Rich Billman's done a lot of good things, but unfortunately, Teddy's leg snapped, and Christian Ponder was a terrible choice. And for the most part, the Vikings have never been able to, pretty much pre-Rick as well, for the most part, and certainly uh, post with Rick, to identify a quarterback accurately who can be that guy. I mean, that's how you get one. If you have to go out and do what the Vikings did and sign a guy in progress and be like, he's going to be good, he's going to cost you so so much that it's going to make it, as we've seen, more difficult to sign guys around him. So that's how you get one. My expectation isn't that you just go and get a Hall of Fame quarterback. Like it's It's more what are the formulas that work the best? And I think you'll find the ones that work the worst in terms of trying to win a Super Bowl is paying a good quarterback or less great money. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel it. So, hey, if Kirk takes a step forward this year and he becomes closer to a great quarterback in all areas, that means no Falcons hiccup. It means you're performing at the same level late in games when trailing or in prime time on a more regular basis against the best teams like, there are some very, very tangible deficiencies in his career in those areas. If he can start to overcome them, then he takes a step toward great, and now the contract is less of a talking point for me anyways. But in the absence of that, if you're paying a good quarterback or less great money, I think you're better off 
having a good quarterback that you draft, for instance, under contract for four or five years, making almost nothing, and building a great roster around that guy. So that's the, like to me, that's the first step. It's less about a Hall of Fame quarterback. It's more about roster construction. Yes. Um, and maybe, listen, we will be the first ones. Are you guys going to admit that you're wrong? Yes, <laughs> 100%. Like, if they become Super Bowl contenders despite his contract, A, uh, either we were wrong, or B, he took a step toward being great. And then we all have to give him credit for doing so. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that we'll be able to sort of monitor and see in this 2021 season. I also he gets off the COVID reserve list. Yeah, exactly. I also think that you have to consider, and Baltimore did, did this the year that the Vikings took Mike Hughes. When a Lamar Jackson tumbles to you, I think you have to, I really believe this now, you have to consider abandoning your plan of, you know, this guy's going to help us right now and taking a guy like that because he has the tools to be that guy. The, the more I see quarterbacks like Jackson fall, the less sense it makes. Um, stop the fall. Stop the fall. And, and you know what? Worst case, it doesn't work. But best case, look at the Ravens. And I'm not saying that Jackson's perfect because he's certainly not. But you know what, what he is on the cheap? He is damn good right now and improving, right? So I'm so that's the difficult discussion about when do you just say this position is so because it is this position is so important and we're paying a guy like Kirk a ton. If we take a gamble on this kid, it could solve our problems on the cheap for a few years. And more importantly, it could end our inability to find a guy at this position. The hard part for the Ravens, and this is the crossroads everyone comes to, right? After five years, you have to figure out, okay, like this dude's going to command like $40 million a year. He's going to command like 20% of your salary cap. Do you do it? And the answer almost always in the NFL is yes. And then that team is really, really strapped for building a great roster after that. So like, will, will a team eventually have the guts to treat the quarterback position almost like running backs in some way, not that they're disposable or replaceable, but that you got to draw a line in the sand. If it's either onto the next or pay this guy $40 million and have no chance of winning a Super Bowl, like that's a legitimate discussion. I think the teams have to start having Hey, quick question off that. I believe the angels, if I'm not mistaken in the baseball draft this year, mm-hmm. took all pitchers. So like 20 picks, all pitchers. They did. Yes. Should, should we get to a point, and I'm not saying all quarterbacks, but should we get to a point where where some years you draft three of them because the odds are one might pan out? And it's crapshoot. I get that. The, differ- the difference in baseball is that you have room in your system sure. for 20 pitchers. Like you can sort of sprinkle them through A ball, rookie ball, yep. right? You know, extended mm-hmm. spring. Like they can all get reps. In the NFL, there's no minor leagues. Like those guys all just, if you draft three quarterbacks, well, one's going to have to sneak through on your practice squad. The other two are just going to be inexperienced. Back. Then you can't have an experienced backup. They, they all have to be on your roster. You know, if there was a minor league of the NFL or something. Which or there if, should like, be, but there should you be. Could do, you could do that. There, right? should be a, there should be a system where guys can go play and learn. Yeah. Um, hey, drag racing is mm-hmm. coming to Brainerd International Raceway August 18th through the 22nd. All right. These are the world's best and fastest racers. Four days of heart-pounding, lightning-fast drag racing with the NHRA Lucas Oil Nationals 
at Brainerd International Raceway. Every ticket comes with a pit pass, so fans can meet with the racers and then watch them race. Okay, how fast do you think these cars go at top speed? Take a guess. 120. That's how fast I drive on back roads in Buffalo. Well, that's that's Uh, what I don't know. 150? 330 miles per hour. What? Wait, wait. 330. It's drag racing, man. How fast is a plane go? Like 600? (laughs) Do you know what I would do to my chill boys if I was ever in a vehicle that traveled that fast? We'll keep you out. Uh, kids 12 and <laughs> under get in free. B-I-R-M-N.com. dot com. if you want tickets. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, it's Pat Royce. He just said hi to Declan. You Pat can always, you can always tell when Pat comes into the studio. And Declan, Declan, every oh time God. he falls for it, every time he's like, oh, my God. What? Scared the crap out of me. Anyway. I think that means uh, we got to go. He's getting a Diet gotta Coke, go. but yes. I'm going to get a Diet Coke. Then I'm going to come in. Is he done yet? <laughs> Amazing. Right. Um, Judd, real quick, what um, what are you Vikings are practicing again today? What do you got your eye on here? Well, the quarterback. You, you got your eye on Case, Case, Case Cookus as the second string quarterback? Look, look, Mr. Mister, making fun of this litany of QBs who are coming in to throw passes. St. John's own Jackson Erdman, who I think Declan knows. Right? Did, didn't uh, you cross paths with Jackson? I don't think so. Oh, I thought you did. Anyway, I, probably, I don't care about you. We probably have shared a, you know. I'm going to be watching. I'm going to be watching these guys throw passes because here's what I'm going to guarantee you: when he comes off the COVID nineteen list, this guy is going to be released post haste. Nate Stanley. I guarantee you, one of these kids that they bring in is going to replace him because. Kirk Cousins, all right, the Vikings might be frustrated, right? Yeah, this is about, you know what, we really wish you'd get vaxxed. But, okay, when you're the fourth quarterback and you're like, uh, sorry, can't practice for five days, uh, you're the guy who who is who just st- started a job and showed up for work late, you're not going to be employed, not going to be working here anymore. It's official. Oh, yeah. According to our old friend Tom Pelissero. This j- literally just tweeted right now. Yes. Yep. The Vikings do plan to sign quarterback Case Cookus. He was part of today's workout after Cousins and uh, the other quarterbacks landed on the COVID list. So Case Cookus is your backup quarterback right now behind love- QB1 Jake Browning at Vikings. I training. love that name, Case <laughs> Cookus. Dude, okay, here's your mission today. Yeah. We only want Case, Case Cookus footage. Yep. Well, that's all you want. No, Justin Jefferson. (laughs) No. No. uh, We know what drives. We know what drives views on Scorner. Pat Peterson. Case Cookus. Case Cookus. Case Cookus. Hey, Case, wave to the people on TikTok. Xanax to calm down after Royce. You just scared the crap out of me. Well, and that you're worked up about the Vikings. This is is a rough start to the week for Dak on God. Be a long week again. (laughs) Another long week. Another long week. Yeah. Well, count on it. All right, boys. Hey, sh- shout out to our friends at Federated to Federated Insurance. Been helping business owners since the early 1900s based in Owatonna. If you own a business and you're looking for up-to-date resources, tools, and expertise to help defend against potential risks and maximize the success of your business, go to federatedinsurance.com. And remember, at Federated, it's our business to protect yours. All right. Good stuff today, boys. We'll see you tomorrow. Daily Vikings Entertainment here on Purple Daily.